0: Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. Give to other athletes that weren't starting. This one well hit to
1: center by Lilio. And this ball is gone. Back to back to back home runs for Oklahoma. Porter Moser to shake hands with Jamie Dixon. Win column Sooners. Game over. Regular season over. And it ends with a Sooner upset win today in Norman by the final of 74 to 60.
0: She'll shoot a three from the left wing, airballed, rebounded by Van, off to Robertson. One second to go. The buzzer sounds, and
2: Oklahoma has clinched at least a share of the Big Twelve regular season championship. The Sooners mobbing each other on this end of the floor. They win it, eighty to seventy-one over Oklahoma State. They sweep the Bedlam series for the second year in a row. <laughs>
1: Hour two, T Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. TJ, apologize to everyone for me. Uh, Big weekend in Sinner Nation. I
3: apologize to everyone out there for Toby Rowland's behavior this weekend.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Brackets are set. Big 12 tournament brackets. Wednesday, the men start in Kansas City. Thursday, the women start in uh, Kansas City. The OU men play OSU. We got Bedlam Wednesday night, 8.30 in the T-Mobile Center in a 7-10 showdown. The Sooner women don't play until Friday, 5 p.m. They will get either Kansas or TCU in the quarterfinals. Thunder win again last night. Two straight wins for them. They beat Utah both times. 129-119 the final last night. SGA is back. He goes for 38. J Dub goes for 32. Next up, Golden State on Tuesday, tomorrow night. Um, I had, you know, just kind of started to say, well, these playoffs aren't happening after they lost five in a row. TJ now they've won two in a row and they've reeled me back in. <laughs> now I'm looking at standings and everything again. How about your boy uh, Doncic and Booker going nose to nose yesterday?
3: They don't like each other. They haven't for a while. Um, What's
1: the problem there with those two?
3: I think Luca knows what everyone in the world knows and that uh, Devin Booker is a punk bleep.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. So him and Kevin are a good pairing?
3: Very good pairing, yes. All right. Interesting. Devin Booker's not a likable <laughs> individual.
1: I don't think I've watched him enough to know. I believe you. He went to Kentucky. But so did SGA, and I like SGA a lot. So you're telling me this is all Booker's fault?
3: All Booker's fault because everyone loves Luka. He's very likable. Yeah. Is there a
1: chance that Devin <laughs> made fun
3: of his heavy-leggedness? <laughs> he might have. He might have. I think this really stems from the fact that, was it last year, that that, that screenshot of Luka smiling at him as uh, someone's shooting a free throw, and that's, it's just him looking at him like, uh, I'm taking you to school, my friend, and I think that Ooh. never has sat well with Devin Booker, and they just Ooh. haven't liked each other uh, ever since that picture you can't and that do became that. famous. Yeah, you
1: can't look at somebody in that. That's manner. right. That's right. Um, all right. All Big 12 doesn't teams matter. Now. Booker got the win
3: yesterday, so doesn't matter what happened. Phoenix won.
1: Did you watch that game?
3: Uh, no, no, I did not.
0: Nah. I was
3: playing ball with my kid. Uh, I think think that was what was going on when that game was on, yeah. I
1: was just wondering what Phoenix looks like with KD. Have we received any better explanation yet, by the way, of what happened Saturday after the Bedlam women's game? Has anybody texted in to offer up a firsthand witnessed account of what took place?
3: Okay, yes, actually here. Uh, Basically, what happened was a team with a winning culture played a team without a winning culture. (laughs) There's three of those back-to-back by different numbers uh, of some form or fashion.
1: (laughs) You guys are fantastic.
3: She came to kick bleep and chew gum, but never ran out of gum. (laughs)
1: Listen, I mean... Jenny Baranchek has done a really good job, you know, endearing herself to Sooner Nation by winning basketball games, but you want to really become beloved, just get under the skin of the Cowgirls, <laughs> or Cowgirls, yes. and then Sooner Nation will absolutely love you forever. Oh, I'm
3: sorry. Were we on the court for 47 minutes while you were trying to do Sooner Ladies and
1: gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. In all
3: seriousness, well, someone was uh, did call off the Let's be serious, everyone. Be said, serious uh, now. You know, the, the trash talk and all that's fun, but any word on Maddie Williams. I haven't seen anything. I know she went out early yeah, in that know. game, but I haven't seen an update on I the injury. I hope it's
1: so. not serious. That would be terrible. Yeah. She didn't play the second half, so it must be pretty bad. But, no, we have not received official word. That is... Very, very unfortunate. The fact that they won that game without her on the road is probably one of the reasons they were so happy. I think uh, Jenny said that afterwards. But, um, man, I hope it's not anything that will keep her out for the postseason.
3: Hopefully not. Hopefully they were being, you know, just taking uh, extra precautions and stuff Saturday and just kept her out that second half and everything's going to be okay Well. We'll hope that anyway. Oh, yeah. wait. Wait. Here's another one. Uh, just tell OSU to shut up and sit down. We're the champs.
1: All right.
3: <laughs> a, a lot of detail here. On what yeah, exactly a lot of detail coming down.
1: in. Flooding in detail. Okay. Big 12 postseason awards announced. Uh, I've really only got. Now, well, I'll go over these and see. I think I've only got like one beef. And I really can't. Well, I got one beef. Player of the Year, Jalen Wilson at Kansas. You okay with that?
3: Yeah, I'm okay with that.
1: They won the conference. He led the conference at scoring scoring and rebounding. He had a great year. Uh, TJ endorses it. Um, let's see here. What else we got? Well, that gummit. Why is this not pulling up for me? All Big Twelve awards announced. Wilson. Okay. Okay. Um, this isn't the list I was hoping for, TJ. Jerome Tang, Coach of the Year. You okay with that, K-State?
3: Oh, yeah, I think he was a surprise Absolutely. in the league, so yes.
1: They were picked last. They're the three seed in Kansas City. Uh, Dewan Harris, Defensive Player of the Year. You okay with that?
3: Um, I would like to give it to Jalen Hill, but I think I'm okay with it.
1: We'll get back to that in a second. Most improved player, K.J. Adams, Kansas. So let's just give him everything. Um, Newcomer of the year, Keontae Johnson, K-State. Fine with that. Freshman of the year, Keontae George Baylor. I'm fine with that. First team all Big 12, Jalen Wilson, Adam Flagler at Baylor, Keontae Johnson and Marquise Noel at K-State, and Marcus Carr at Texas. Mm, I don't see anything too wrong with any of that. Second team, Keontae George, Gabe Kausher, Iowa State, Grady Dick, Kansas, Damian Ball, TCU, Mike Miles, TCU. Third team, LJ Cryer, Baylor, Kevin McCuller, Kansas, Caleb Boone, Oklahoma State, Jabari Rice, Texas, Eric Stevenson, West Virginia, Jalen Hill, and Grant Sherfield, honorable mention for OU. Here's my one beef. All-defensive team, DeWan Harris, Gabe Kalsher, Kevin McCuller, Marquise Noel, Musa Cisse.
3: Oh, I didn't look at the team. I didn't know he wasn't even on the team.
1: Jalen Hill not even making the all-defensive yeah, team that's, that's is wrong. a joke.
3: That's wrong, yeah.
1: It's hard to crow about too much or shout about too much when you finish last. You probably don't deserve many awards, but Jalen Hill was had a phenomenal defensive season. And every game he was put on the best player on the other team, and every game was sensational. So that's a joke. Um, all freshman team, Milo and made that with Keontae George, Taman Lipsy, Grady Dick, and Pop Isaacs. And uh, well deserved there. congratulations to Los. Uh, you know, Grant Sherfield. I think he finished sixth in scoring, second or third in three-point shooting, second or third in free throws, up there in assists. I think if the team was any better, he probably makes third-team All-Big 12 maybe. Mm, yeah. But, again, when you finish last, it's kind of hard to throw too big of a fit. So, Um, I think they kind of got it right, pretty much. I think they got it right, other than not having Jalen Hill on the all-defensive team. Maybe that'll tick him off and make him want to come back next year, Teach.
3: Well, I don't care what it takes. If that makes him come back, then that's what makes him come back. I hope that's the case.
1: Hey, we're old. I'm forgetful, Teach. I was wondering if you can, if you could help me out. I'm having a hard time remembering uh, how OU did on some of these things this weekend. Um, so maybe you could uh, help me out. Uh, Friday night, OU women's gymnastics against Florida. Do you remember how that Uh, went? Winner. Winner for OU.
2: Holy mackerel!
1: Um, Let's see. Friday, softball played uh, Mm -hmm. Illinois-Chicago in their home opener.
3: Right. That was a win. God! God! (laughs) He baked it in!
2: He baked it
1: in! And then Kentucky, I believe, Um, in the night game. Is that big? Big win, yeah.
2: Oh, baby, what a shot! That's my favorite (laughs) one. What's funny about that one is
3: like there's no crowd noise or anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's in the booth (laughs) then. Right. Uh, Then they turned around Saturday and played Kentucky and UIC again. How'd those two go? Wins.
3: Both wins. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Teddy. (laughs) Uh, Men's basketball. No way they beat TCU on Saturday. No way
3: they did, but they did. They won.
1: (laughs) What about the women? On the road in Stillwater. How did how did that one go? Uh,
3: won and celebrated it. Oh, yeah. baby, what a shot!
1: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Men's tennis against Arizona. How did they do uh, on Saturday? I'll say you know? win. Yeah. Arizona State, actually. I think. Women's tennis, Wichita State. Do you have any idea uh, how no they idea did? No idea
3: how tennis did. Uh, win? Yeah! yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see. Baseball played uh, Cal on Friday down in the- Frisco. Kyle was off to a really great start to the year. Any idea what, what happened?
3: Uh, there? OU won that game. Really? Da mm-hmm. da 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 da.
1: Yeah. Um, Mississippi State won the national championship two years ago in baseball. You played them on Saturday. Right. How'd that
3: go? Uh,
1: OU's, way. OU's way.
2: Holy mackerel! Oh
1: man, what a weekend! Uh, how did OU do against Ohio State uh, yesterday in That baseball? one didn't go their way. Uh, Buckeyes. It's TJ's fault. That's, that's it. <laughs> What a weekend to be a Sooner, man. I mean, just dubs falling out of the sky. Hey, listen. It's been a long year, Teach. Been a long year if you're a Sooner fan. Football, basketball. Saturday rolled around. That was good. They needed a day like that. Everybody was walking around a little taller on Saturday. Well, that you should have seen good.
3: Norman on Sunday. People were just floating around places. They weren't even walking on the ground. Yeah, just floating.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Was there some sort of a floating thing going on in Norman?
3: No, I mean, they were just like on a cloud, just floating. They were so oh, happy. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Anywhere I went.
1: I think you're referring to something, and I don't know what you're referring to. No, right not right at all.
3: Right? No, didn't mean anything by that at all. just meant mm-hmm. they were in a happy, Found good mood later. Sunday.
1: Find out later. Must have had some marijuana festival in town or something like that. <laughs> no,
3: didn't mean anything by it. You're not missing anything. I just meant they Get were the happy. Of this.
1: Okay, uh, let's hit the text line when we come back. Then we got to talk some baseball coming up. Uh, we got to read the news coming up as well. 7 16
0: on a Monday morning. Back after this. The T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
3: Toby and TJ back with you, T-Row in the morning show, each and every day brought to you by the Riverwind Casino. I was at Riverwind Friday night uh, setting up a remote, and a lady said to me, Hey! It was with her cigarette hanging out of her mouth. What station is this? <laughs> and I said, Ninety-four-seven, the ref, fourteen hundred AM in Norman. We're a sports talk station. I don't listen to you. Good talk. I did see it. Good talk, I did lady. See it. Thank <laughs> you very talk. much. <laughs> that was my night at the River wind. but you can have a better night. Maybe you'd be a big winner on one of their uh, gaming machines. Number one, uh, OKC gaming destination.
1: I did get tagged on another tweet this weekend of somebody mad about the games being on D1 baseball and saying, "I thought every game was going to be on ESPN Plus." I was like, man, I'm just we're never gonna get we're never gonna get this explained to everyone how this works. <laughs> <laughs> it's just never gonna work. We just keep trying, I guess.
3: Oh man. Uh, <laughs> even when you do uh explain it directly to the people, um the ones that ask you, they still don't understand it.
1: They were, like, they were, like, mad at OU that the game was on D1 Baseball. Like, they had to buy it. They were mad at us for that. Like,
3: what are we supposed to do about it? What, well, D1 Baseball? Should be obligated to put it on ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> uh, air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, as we enter bracket season, in my opinion, all first four teams should be P5 schools. Those G5 schools with one bid per conference play for exclusive right to represent their conference.
1: If a bubble team, you automatically go to the first four. I don't hate that. This has been something, I think it's, um, is it Seth Davis or maybe Rothstein has been calling for for a long time, saying the teams that go to Dayton should be the last, 18, the last eight at-large teams in the field. I agree with that. Yeah, shouldn't you shouldn't have any of the one? It would be more entertaining, and two, that's who deserves to be there. In, in instead of putting some of these sixteen seed, um, you know, small conference qualifiers there, and right now it's four and four. Four of the teams that are there, are the last four teams in the field. The other four are the four lowest seeded teams. So yeah, I got no problem with that. That would probably make Dayton more fun to watch and seems more seems the justice would uh, be the case there too justice would be served
3: does the 10 wins away from a national championship uh, championship (laughs) include the first four
1: in the Dayton game that OU would play in (laughs) um I don't think they would what seed would OU be? I didn't even think about that. So maybe they need maybe they need eleven straight if they went to Dayton. If OU ran the table in Kansas City, oh, what seed would they be? Um, so at that point, they would be nineteen, 19 and-, and sixteen. Have won five in a row, six of seven, and they would have ten quad one wins. They're not. They're not going to Dayton if they do that. What seed do you think they would be? 11, 12? I mean, 10 or 11. Maybe 10. Maybe a 10. They would be a very scary 10 seed. Oh, probably. But they, I don't think they would be. I I don't think they'd be in there. If they
3: won the Big 12 tournament, got the automatic bid, they're a, they're a scary matchup early on in that tournament. There's no doubt about that. Nobody wants them as their draw. Nobody wants OU in the tourney. Uh, People are laughing at that, but they don't. I mean. Right. In this world we're talking about
1: where they've just ran the table in Kansas City. OU
3: is the worst Big 12 team, which is still better than the majority of the teams in the country that are going to be in that tournament.
1: Yeah, that's right. So. They did uh, tie with Texas Tech before. We, they just okay. ended up being well, the 10 seed by virtue yeah. of the tie, but easy with the worst. Okay.
3: <laughs> you know my point there with that. Now you're
1: already on Porter's bad side <laughs> with picking against him the last couple of games.
3: Well, if that's what it takes, I'm picking OSU.
1: I'm sure you will.
3: Something tells, me <laughs> Something tells me that if OU was in the wrong, there would have been a camera at the GIA that picked it up and the video released to the masses. That's the thing. I haven't seen footage. It's always been the two press conferences that I see everywhere.
1: I'd never haven't see seen footage the and court. we cannot get an eyewitness testimony. Right, on right. What happened after the Bedlam women's game? Somebody tell us. Was there anyone actually there
3: to watch senior night for the OSU team? Let us know what happened.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Would you please quit celebrating your conference championship so we can cry about our seniors? Typical.
3: <laughs> every time I see the word uh, "typical," I think of you and the Kansas fans. Typical, typical Okie light arrogance. Thought it was smart to celebrate Senior Night post game while OU was celebrating winning the conference. Such ridiculousness.
0: I'm
1: pretty sure a lot of schools do. Well, post- uh, that's what night my, I saw. A lot of people mad on social don't, Media, but yeah. Our women do. I'm pretty sure our women just did on Wednesday because I know. Drake was telling me the postgame show took like an hour the other night because Brinkley took 15 or 20 minutes of the postgame senior night celebration on the court. So. Well,
3: yeah, it's, um, it happens a lot. It, it happened with you. Was it Manhattan that did it after the game and you could hear yeah. them like in the background right. of your post game? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, that's right. The so. men, K-State men were had a big senior night thing after the game.
3: Good morning, gentlemen.
1: Good morning. Uh, I was there, and
3: I was the uh, infamous bedlam, uh, I was at the infamous Bedlam game at Stillwater. The girls were hugging and crying and waving to us. Sooner fans were there, and the next thing we know, the OSU coach is causing a ruckus to the assistant coach wanting us off the court. Jenny and her exchanged a few words, and we left the court. Uh, we were there maybe two minutes. She oh, wanted on. us off the court. Come I on. thought this was like a ten-minute thing the way that it was – being presented like if it was two minutes if that's true that's absurdly that's ridiculous. ridiculous yeah that's yeah. just you being butt hurt that you just lost a game on senior yeah. day to your rival
1: uh, we need i need you know a good reporter it needs two sources Man, TJ. I like so i, I, I need like a second source on this thing
3: butt hurt um at this level shouldn't senior festivities take place pre-game before the game takes an l the, the, uh, the
1: problem here is not when senior night festivities took place no, okay no. A lot of people do it. Almost everybody does it after the game. So that's it's not OSU's fault for wanting to have Senior Night after the game. That's just let's. But they also have to recognize what else is going on in the arena. Did you guys say it's time for OSU
3: jokes? Well, did you hear about the cheerleader that died drinking milk? The cow fell on her. Bada (laughs) boom. From Chris.
1: No, that's not no. no. We didn't say that.
3: Uh-huh. No. Uh, well, if you got more, I, I don't mind them. Uh, how Lee How did Leeds do this weekend against the big blue from Chelsea? Not going to. We're done.
1: <laughs> I already said it. We lost one nil. Okay. Chelsea beat us. We didn't uh, play very well.
3: Somebody sending me a shot of Creed Humphrey. They've got the name of the show wrong. How about our guy appearing on SLN?
1: Cool. We're is he at i watched the whole show and never saw him
3: i saw the psa so did the psa not air actually on the show did it get cut and they just put it out on social media
1: was he in like one of the little psa commercials? he was in
3: the psa commercial about the nfl players lifting the girls up because their boyfriends were weak uh weak men that wore like skinny jeans and stuff
1: i see i i thought he was going to be on the show okay so i watched the show saturday night i think i saw i mean i was when it would go to commercial, like flip over to uh, – some game was on. But I don't think I missed anything, and I never yeah, saw
3: Creed. It, it was a United Way skit lifting up uh, – I don't remember exactly what it was called. Lifting up something, and it was women that were married to, like, scrawny, weak uh, boyfriends that wanted a man to throw them around a little bit, and Creed was like one of them, like throwing a, a girl up on the kitchen counter. and uh, Anyway, uh-huh. it was, you know, it was a, it was funny. Okay, uh, And the guy's like Hey do you like <laughs> that, What one of them was um, Was it I think it was Creed's hoodie That a girl was wearing Instead of her boyfriend's And it was like Five sizes too big And she goes It's nice <laughs> to wear A man's hoodie for once And the boyfriend's like Hey
1: So <laughs> Creed uh, I always said When he was at OU He's got Saturday Night Live <laughs> oh, all over. Oh,
0: absolutely.
3: <laughs> Didn't you just say that all the time? Yeah,
1: all the time. Uh, Toby, reach out to D.D. Westbrook.
3: He was there.
1: Okay. Maybe he would.
3: But if we just got the right information, then this is all a bunch of uh, baloney. Like, uh, nobody should be upset if they celebrated for two minutes and left to go back to the locker room. You carry on yeah. for 10, 15 minutes. Maybe I could see it, but two, three minutes... Stop. They just, you know, got a share of the conference championship for the first time in over a decade. Um, They can celebrate for a couple of minutes. So, right. Uh, When mentioning GIA, remember to add historic, though nothing of historical importance has ever happened there. It's just old.
1: Uh. (laughs) You
3: see I what you started today? Matches up there. You've started all of this with your trash talk and your hatred of OSU. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ladies and
2: gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. Uh,
3: Toby, if they do not make the NCAA tournament, what will it take to get into the
1: NIT tournament? Great question. Much more realistic question. Thank you. My understanding is that the NIT no longer has the rule that you have to have a 500 record to get in. I cannot get a straight answer from anybody on that. And even if you Google it up, it's hard to find for sure. But I think probably they're going to need it. So that means they got to win two games. Right now, 16 and 17. If they won two games, they'd finish 18 and 18, and I think they're in it. But that's a big ask. You got to beat OSU in Texas. You know, they, that's two teams they went zero and four against this year. So that's a big ask. But I I think probably that's what they have to do. What's Could that? be wrong. Maybe maybe just having a Big Twelve team in with the kind of year they've had would be appealing enough that they'd let them in with a losing record. But I think probably they got to win too.
3: Man, I would say if they won, if that rules out of place, and I tried googling it up too last week and. What I found, it was that rule was still there, and then you said it wasn't. So, I, I don't know which is it. If that rule's not there, and you win a game, lose to Texas, and, you know, second toughest strength of schedule in the country, some of the wins that they've got, the win over Alabama, I would think that's a team that the NIT wants there. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you might be right. But,
1: I mean, we'll try to get a firm it's answer It's rule. It's a rule.
3: You... I mean, I don't know, but.
1: Yeah, we'll try to get a firm answer on that. I've been trying, and nobody seems to really know for sure, but we'll see. Uh, Break time, 7.34 in the morning. Back
0: after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: Porter Moser's team ends the regular season with an upset win of TCU Saturday in the LNC, 74-60. to Here's what the coach had to say after the game.
2: I thought Tanner Groves like w- was willing it, was willing to win the game. And to see him that aggressive, oh, man, thought he was terrific. Um, and, you know, we said here yesterday in the press conference before the game, you know, just, just keep believing, being competitive. If One pass close, open up another one. And, um, and to keep fighting. And I thought our guys came out from the jump. Um, And they were disappointed. They really thought one path was to sweep that road trip. They knew it was a big climb to be two ranked teams on the road in those atmospheres. We split, and we came back and bounced back to another, and I I just got an amazing amount of respect for TCU and how good I think they are. And we did a lot of good things right from the jump. Uh, Our transition D, to slow them down, Um, but I thought our belief was high. And uh, and that's why, you know, just keep believing. Like I said, I told you all, Just until you tell me there's no path, we got to keep fighting. Porter, Tanner mentioned a text you sent him
3: this morning. You've spoken a lot about what he means to you and and what you're building here. But
2: what was the message you wanted to get to him and and on his performance on the whole? What did you see? What I wanted him to do is I wanted him to take it all in. Take it all in. Take the atmosphere in. Enjoy it. But also, you know, no regrets, like, and and look at how, you know, I go, combine some joy with some competitiveness. Sometimes he's had been so you know, tight, and like he wants it so bad, I go, combine your competitiveness with some joy. And I thought he did. He looked like he was having a ton of fun, and I don't think anybody played harder on the floor than Tanner Groves did tonight. He even drew, I think, nine fouls. That just shows you, when someone draws nine fouls, you're being really aggressive. Um, and uh, I, met, I told him how much he meant to me, that um, I know where we're going with this, and um, he's he's the first one that believed and said, you know, you know, I, I believe in this. And uh, he's everything I'm about, um, and I'm happy for that he had this moment tonight. But also, just you got to keep believing. You got to find another path. Um, if we play, I told the guys to visualize when we've played our best. That's what I wanted this, this team to do. And I told them i shoot around this morning. Visualize when we've been our best. Because we've beaten some of the top teams in the country. We've competed against the top teams in the country, and, and we were at our best. And I thought tonight there were a lot of times we were at our best. Porter, you guys got off to such a great start. You led from start to finish. You yeah, haven't really had that opportunity much this year, but man, talk about that start because that was pretty amazing for you. Yeah. Last home game, I think, was, uh, was it, no, it was two. I remember be Kansas State. I thought we jumped out, too, but then they caught back. Right. They punched us in the mouth, and we bounced back. Um, we've had some games where we have um but we really didn't there. We watched our the it, it was really hard to watch the beginning of the TCU game there and we really talked about handling handling their transition offense, handling their press, you know handling um, their defense and their, their transition offense and I thought I thought we came out in the first five minutes and really established some things um, on our behalf in terms of transition D um, all that and so um, that start I think really gave us some confidence.
1: okay. Um. According to this rock solid website I found called Wikipedia, TJ, uh, the NIT had a rule. says, in an effort to maintain some, some quality, a rule saying that a team must have a 500 or better overall record to qualify for the NIT was imposed. However, in 2017, they revamped the selection process. Teams no longer are required to have a 500 or greater overall record to receive bids. So, okay. according to Wikipedia, you do not have to have a 500 record to get selected.
3: Well, I think they would get a spot in there. I think any t- Big 12 team that doesn't make the NCAA tournament, um, maybe not Tech with some of the controversy going on there now, and if they are one and done, I think they, there's a good chance those teams, OSU, if they miss out, would all be on the NIT watch list.
1: What is um, the latest from Lunardi on OSU? let me see if he updated. I, say, I haven't after looked at Saturday. the
3: bracketology. I couldn't tell you.
1: I mean, you obviously, said they're going to need a win or two. You think?
3: I still think they need one more. Well, I think that's why I think okay, I think they need a win, possibly two. Yeah,
1: I think they're at seventeen, is, aren't they? This is posted uh, Saturday night. Um, he's got OSU among the next four out. So one, two, three, four, six off the cut line so yeah i mean you would think probably they need two mm-hmm. that's why i think I there's mean, a
3: chance they could be a little tight wednesday night knowing that they need those two
1: Beat No you would be a quad two win for them which is not going to give them a tremendous bump so they're going to need to go beat texas probably right. and hope there's not a lot of upsets around i mean there's tremendous incentive on both sides wednesday night which will make it fun Remember, no Avery Anderson for the Cowboys. I think he's still out, which is a big deal. Um, He was significant. I mean, he's been great in his career against Oklahoma. 8.30 Wednesday night. I'll tell you, the emergence of Otega Owe makes OU a better basketball team. Not that he scores a ton, but... He makes a big difference. He's so good defensively. He's so athletic. He when he, he, he turns things on offense. When he drives, he causes the defense to to move and collapse and creates openings for other people. And he's on the boards and he's a pogo stick, man. He's a, he's He's high energy. He figured it out about halfway through conference play and golly, I hope they can keep Los Los and Tega. those two are going to be a dynamic duo going forward if they can keep those guys together. I got no reason to believe they can't, but or they won't, but you never know in this day and age. Um, he was fun to watch, though, on Saturday. Okay, 7.45 in the morning, break time. We'll hit the text line when we come back. A1 and Turkey bacon with you. It's going to be a beautiful day, by the way, in the state of Oklahoma. 73 a high today. Enjoy it we got rain probably coming the next couple of days. Back after this.
0: The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Big thank you to Riverwind Casino. They bring you the T-Row in the morning show, the one for
3: entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. OKC's number one. Gaming destination. What station are you? I don't
1: listen. I don't listen to that one.
3: Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Um, Listening to the OSU coach, you would think that Jenny went and got out a ladder and cut down the nets at GIA.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would have been awesome.
3: Also, it's uh, not Karen Hoyt; it's J.C. And I cannot read your joke, even though it made me laugh. But it would get me in trouble, so I'm not going to read that. very funny though. JC, not, not Karen.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Oh, and she was lucky Billy Tubbs wasn't coaching the OU team. They would still be on the court celebrating.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right.
3: Uh one time Texas beat OU on senior night and they were interviewing TJ Ford on ESPN after they turned off all the lights on him. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one's still arguing the whole celebrate our senior night after the game, but the last game with a championship on the line, that's the silly part.
1: All right. Um, just handle it like a professional, right? And say, all right, they're going to celebrate for a couple of minutes. They just won the championship. And then when they get out of the way, we're going to have our senior day again. We've had one report from someone who was actually there. That person said, Oh, you was on the court for like two minutes. But I need more than one report to confirm what happened.
3: Um, let's see here. Bob Prisbillo, this is a screenshot here. Mm-hmm. He is arguing what you just said earlier. This wasn't arguing you, but someone on Twitter had posted, teams are no longer required to have a 500 or greater overall record to receive bids into the NIT. He quote tweeted saying, this is not true.
1: So he is saying they do or don't?
3: I don't know. I don't know because it, uh, so the quote tweet or the tweet he's quoting off of says, "Do you have to be 500 to make the NIT?" And then the answer was put there. Teams no longer have are required to have a 500 or better uh, greater overall record to receive bids. Uh, blah 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 goes on to the NIT explanation, which you just read. And then he mm-hmm. says, "Not true," which I think means he thinks you he still thinks have to be have over 500. He have to have 500. a 500 record, right?
0: Hmm. So.
3: Well, that contradicts what Wikipedia
1: is saying, and I've never known Wikipedia to be <laughs> Wikipedia wrong. Wikipedia is never wrong. <laughs> I would, I would go with Bob. I would trust Bob more than me. So, if Bob says you got to have a five hundred record. Then I think probably you got to have a five hundred record. He's a, he's a journalist, and he's got a Z in his last name.
3: Uh, he does have a Z in his. Uh... But
1: he does work with Murdoch and.
3: That's true. Eddie, which.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway. Makes you want to think maybe he doesn't know what he's doing, you know? I don't know. But well, we'll get to the bottom of it.
3: Jim wants to know, did y'all hear me shouting Boomer at Frisco Ballpark yesterday? It would have made Billy proud. <laughs> no, I didn't hear you. I, I didn't hear you yelling Boomer. I did hear when uh, Taylor, that was either Saturday or Sunday, Taylor was reading, you know, the tweets of where people were listening from, and Jim said, I'm in the stands. And then he said, there's Jim. He's giving me a thumbs up from the stands. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to talk baseball next segment.
3: Uh, Milms did well in the combine no, yesterday. 4
1: 4-3-something for Marvin.
3: Still Woo! not faster
1: than me, but pretty fast. Woo! Pretty fast. That is moving. He made him some money.
3: Uh, I think we need Robert Allen to come on and tell us how terrible OU sports is in reg-
1: uh, regarding Bedlam. That's a good idea. I bet Robert was there. Get Robert's report on the but Tell situation. me they
3: celebrated for at least 40 minutes, and we, we couldn't get them off the court. We were trying to put our pictures out there with the jerseys and stuff, and we couldn't get them off the court. It's TJ's Robert Man, Allen, ladies pretty, and gentlemen. That was, uh, that's the first time I've ever attempted Robert wow. Allen. It wasn't very good. By the way, John
1: Rothstein reporting, OSU's Avery Anderson has resumed limited basketball activities. He will be reevaluated this week per Mike Boynton. So maybe, maybe nah, Avery Anderson will play. Lies.
3: Mind games for Wednesday. Nice try. Hmm. Uh, looks like last year's. Oh, it says. Uh, looks like. Uh, look at last year's NIT bracket. See what the records were. Okay, good idea. Good idea.
1: Good idea. 2022 NIT bracket. I'm on it. Keep reading, text.
3: Yeah, uh This one says Bob uh, was saying that, saying that you do not. Or, was saying teams don't have to be 500 to get into the NIT. Oh, man. So this so is so confusing, confused. man. I don't even know how to read people's tweets or how they're answering them. Now. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing at last you're year's right. Bracket. I'm guessing you're right. You don't have to be 500 any longer.
1: I'm usually wrong, and I do not see any teams in last year's bracket that were not 500 or better. Hmm. Okay. Vanderbilt got in at 17 and 16. And that's the closest to 500 that I see of anyone in the field. Uh, Alcorn, they were a conference champion, so that didn't matter. 17 and 16. So, I don't know, that doesn't help us, does it? I'll go back to 2021 and see. Keep going, TJ.
3: Um, Well, a couple of these are just uh, saying – uh, baseball uh questions or statements. Um oh gonna see everybody's left handers. Um, Is that a bad thing just I thought the uh, holding was runner really holding, holding runners, runners on, on you talking yeah. about yeah. Yeah. then um, some others uh, commenting on pitching and stuff. But we'll get we'll get into all of that next hour. Okay.
1: Right? Okay. All right, very good. I gotta read the news coming up uh, next hour as well. I want to remind everyone, our 60-18 giveaway is one week away, one week from today at Buffalo Wild Wings and more. It's where we've been for the last, I don't know, like ten years or so, something like that. Long time now. Right there off I-35 and more. Come join us. Uh, shows start at noon. Is that right, TJ?
3: Shows start at noon. Teams will start be given uh, away at two o'clock. So yes.
1: And then when do uh, when do we take the stage, TJ?
3: You'll be on with McComas 5 to 6, and then I'll join you, and we'll close it out 6 to 7.
1: The final hour, huh? Yes. Anchor leg. That's right. Rarely are the two of us ever spotted together in public. It happens like two times a year, maybe three at most. So what an opportunity this is for you folks out there to see A1 and Turkey Bacon in the same place next Monday Monday night, 6 to 7 o'clock at Buffalo Wild Wings. Top of the hour break. Back after this.